Hey, you have only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, like uh, like emotions, uh, physical sensations, uh, a soundly sleeping partner. I mean, oh boy. Uh, external noises, changes in your routine, travel, uh, being so tired you can't sleep. That's one recent one. Or waking up because your brain, when when you're asleep, your brain's still thinking. That's another one. Those two, I, those are uh, those are just compl- complaining. Uh, podcasters complaining about their own sleep problems. Um, subconscious, you know, subconscious desires hijacking your podcast intro. That'll be keeping me up later. Thanks. Whatever it is, I want to take your mind off of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna send my voice. Uh, across the deep dark night here i'm gonna use uh, creaky dulcet tones i thought i came up with oh so meandering superpowers i definitely will be using meandering superpowers and superpowered meanders uh, those two are new those are new words for something i've been doing for 500 400 and something episodes now i don't think actually let's let's be honest You know, I didn't just acquire, I mean, okay, the, the, the base the base level of meandering superpowers at some point, I guess I was, I did acquire them, you know, by a combination of, uh, well, it's interesting, but uh, I honestly don't think the podcast hit, like, it's a meandering medi- mediocrity powers, like, well, that's, that's an internal critic. Did you just hear that? Who uses mediocrity? Other than that lovely internal critic that gets right in bed with us, right up close. And that 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 part, for me, it's like, okay, I'm just snuggling, and then my internal critic moves over. I'm going to move over a little closer. Well, why would you say, well, why? I don't think we like each other. Well, yeah, I'm just going to move closer here. He said, well, this is my part of the bed here, critic. Okay, I'm just going to move right in under here. Wait a second. Are you trying to move over to my side of the bed to get me to? Is this a is this a territorial thing? Are you trying? You know I'm going to move away from you because I don't like. Uh, you know, I, you know I have intimacy issues, but it really like into the internal into intimacy is it? I just you did you said intimacy with too many syllables there. Well, good thing you're snuggled right up against me because you know I'm not comfortable with internal intimacy. I don't even think either one of us is pronouncing it correctly, critic. It's intimacy. Intimacy or intimacy? Uh, but anyway, excuse me, uh, critic, in you know, my own bed. Uh, so if you're new here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do, do a long intro. Now, if you need to skip the intro, some people the intro doesn't work for it, and that's fine. I put the uh, story start time there in the show notes. And it also should be in your podcatcher. So, and it's just written on Reddit. You know, that's a perfectly acceptable use of the podcast. You just uh, skip ahead, or you could set your. You know, you you can skip the intro if it's not for you. But you know, give it a couple tries to find out if it is. 
you know, but this is the best way to get to know me because obviously you got to trust. You know, if you're going to listen to this podcast, I have to earn your trust, and I know how precious that is. Uh, and believe it or not, I'm the one person that earns trust by, uh, I guess, by me. You say there's some mediocrity. My critics just sat right up in bed. This is, did you talk about earning people's trust? Because I got criticized first before you earn any trust. And I say, no, 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 critic, you're not familiar with the, the paradoxical dynamics of making a sleep podcast. And the, so that just confused my critic. It'll be like about, I got about four or five minutes here where I could talk directly to you. The lovely person put me in their ears or put me close to their ears. I appreciate it. But yeah, that's the, what did I say? The paradoxical, it made that up, but it's true. Uh. I'm going to win your trust by, by like, letting it, uh, or at least letting your attention in, like, uh, all, I guess my vocabulary. So, uh, <laughs> that wasn't even meant as a joke. You believe that? I don't know. Let's just be honest. My brain's gummed up. Sometimes it's working really fast, and then you say, then it just starts, you know, doing that thing where you say, okay. It's not doing anything right now. I say, well, it's running. It's just not running efficiently. But my inefficiencies and my distractions and my, like, uh, a goof, goof, goofability. You see, is he, is he, does Scooter have an affability? No, he doesn't know what that means, but he has a goofability. He has, did, 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 did I tell you I have meandering superpowers now? Right around episode 280, I'd say, that's when those kicked in. I'd say right around the birdbath episode, which was even later. That was in the late 300s. That's when I said, ooh, I got superpowers to meanders now. But, but I want to win your trust by losing your attention. I guess that's it. That's That sounds like a power. I want to win your trust by losing your attention. Like, that. that's my, you know, my platform here. So here's what it's going to do. The intro, intro is going to, you know, I'm going to try to eat up like four or five minutes explaining what the podcast is, making you feel comfortable and welcome. Because I'm glad you're here, and I know if you've been struggling to fall asleep or to get back to sleep, or you're going through a tough time, the reason I make this back is because I've been there. I know how it feels to be there, lying there, uh, and I don't want to get too deep into it, but, but, but you know, because I know how it feels, and it sucks. And it can also hurt the next day when you tell people and then they don't get it. You say, yeah, you say, this is, don't do this either. But we say, we get to work and they say, man, you look awful. And you say, well, now just, now you just managed to make me feel worse. Thank you. But well, why do you look so terrible today? Uh, do you want me to, do you want a sarcastic answer or a real answer? I'd prefer that you just accept my, uh, uh, you know, va- what is it? Illusion of caring, where I just told you you look terrible. That's why I show I care. Now I'm going to go on with my day. I don't really. Want- you say, well, can't we maintain this illusion for five more seconds? You say, okay, sure. Why, why do you look so terrible today? I couldn't sleep last night. I couldn't sleep. Huh? Did you try going to sleep? Yeah, I, I did. Actually, I did. That's why I couldn't fall. I couldn't fall asleep. Well, there's your problem right there. You don't fall asleep. You you set up a routine. A rigorous uh, routine, and uh, that enables sleep. Did you enable? Did you enable sleep, or did you uh, cause your own sleep issues? Said, so, well, I, I don't know. I just lied down. I was, I was having trouble falling asleep. Uh, 
And now I'm never going to, tonight will be, because I'm going to be thinking about how I look today at work. Oh, geez. When, you know, when I'm, when my, my aunt Matilda couldn't sleep, she would do 500 push-ups. Did you try doing 500 push-ups? Is it, believe it or not, no, I did not. But one time when me and my brother couldn't sleep on Christmas Eve, we had a sit-up contest. And then on, on Christmas Day, I couldn't get out of bed because I, I was so sore. Okay. Anyway, I got to get back to work because you, you are, you're just like everybody says at work, you're an odd man. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, won't be sleeping again, I guess. And that was kind of like a, a fake version. But, you know, when someone says, why don't you, you know, why don't you drink some milk? It kind of hurts because we want to be seen and say, wow, uh, uh, I don't know, or whatever they, the terms are, disregard, I don't know, misunderstood. or I mean, I guess the thing is, like, I, I can't, I, I don't feel your pain and I don't totally understand the pain you have, but I can relate to it. I guess that's what I'm saying uh, is behind this podcast. And why I'm glad you're here, why I've worked, uh, you know, 7,000 hours or so making this show for the past three years. And at some point they said, well, these, this, these meanders are getting, you know, they went from being low-powered meanders to goo power. They say, well, are you a guru? No, I'm a goo, I'm a goo brain, not a guru. I've got goo in my brain. So for a while I had goo-based, super, goo-based meanders. And at some point, they became uh, superpowered meanders, and I guess that's bragging, uh, you know. So I guess that was be, that'll come up later for me at bedtime. Wait, why'd you brag on the podcast about your meanders? Who does? Who brags about meanders? Uh, but contextually, that, this is a good thing. It just needs kind of. Well, on the podcast, uh, having superpowered meanders is a pretty pretty useful thing. Because I'm trying to help other people fall asleep. Now, I know my internal critic might not get that, but, you know, they're just doing the best they can, too, to criticize me. Uh, so that I'll be better equipped to deal with tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for all your hard work, uh, internal critics. So, but, but basically what I'm saying is I'm glad you're here. You know, I can't, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. You know, it might not uh, work for you, but I hope it does. Give it a few tries. See if I can win your trust over, because I take it ser- seriously, uh, very seriously. And what we got coming up tonight, we're going to be talking, first we're going to have uh, the housekeeping, then I'll do a story based on an episode from Metastas News, uh, the Colombian Spanish language version, Shot for Shot remake of Breaking Bad. So I'll do a, a story based on some of the Spanish words I tried to learn from an episode. Won't be. It's not making fun of Spanish or anything. It's just a like a, a meander. It's a way to me make a meandering story. And I was trying. I'm trying to learn Spanish. Then we'll do a recap of the episode of Metastas News. Then we'll do a recap of the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. All of it will be you know uh, sanded down so it's nice and smooth and you know bedtime. I'm bedtime savvy so. I try to keep, you know, I won't, I won't try to stir anything up for you. And then we'll do some thank yous and some good things. So the podcast should be rolling for, you know, hour, hour and 10 minutes here. So you're under no pressure to fall asleep right away. You know, just kick back and kind of listen. Let me take your mind off stuff. And then you just forget what, you know, you say, well, see, he's not really. And then you drift off into dreamland. 
And if I can help you, it'd be my honor uh, to, to be, to, you know, to be straight. If I can win your trust over, or if you, you decide to, 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 you know, whatever. I guess I'm already in your ears. You got this internal critic is up on my, you know. So I'm glad you're here. In real help, I really yearn to help you fall asleep. I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up at night, whether it's thinking... Feelings, sensing, you know, physical sensations, emotional feelings, you know, stuff that happened yesterday, stuff that happened a few years ago, or stuff you're thinking about that's coming up, or if it changes in routine, or if something, you know, that that uh, could be something I don't even know about, uh, but maybe I can relate to it because I've had trouble sleeping. But maybe here's what I'm gonna do. Here's the safe place. It's a place where I'm gonna try to distract you from that. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use creaky, these creaky, dulcet tones. I have a pair of wings of pointlessness. Uh, also, you know, overuse of alliteration. I'll be put, you know, there, there, there was a song, pour some sugar on me. I would say pour some alliteration on me. You know, if I, was, if I ever do a modeling shoot... They'd say, you know, they'd say, well, geez, what can it, how do you want to theme the shoot, your photo shoot? I guess it's a photo shoot. Uh, <laughs> excuse my presumption. Uh, they'd say, well, I'd like to do it uh, with pour some alliteration on me. And they'd say, I'm sorry, excuse me? And they'd say, well, first of all, if you, how come you're taking my photos without a beret on? And they say, pour some alliteration on me. What does that mean? I said, well, I don't, I don't know exactly, but I'd like to. They say, are there going to be fans at my photo shoot? And they say fans like listeners. No, 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 fans, like blowing fans. And they say, well, you don't have hair. You have fur, so you don't really need fans to blow your hair. They say, okay, you're right about that. Have you looked into that pouring alliteration on me? And they say, that's a, a turn in, isn't that a phrase? Isn't that something that's uh, in, used in the written and spoken languages and not... Uh, doesn't try, you know, it's it's a herd and it can be seen on paper. Maybe we could do some signs, you know, some alliterative signs. How's that? No, 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 no. How do you can't pour a sign on me, can you? Could I mean, because that doesn't sound like a safe idea, but pouring sign, I didn't say pour some signs on me. I said, I want you to pour some alliteration. Excuse me, photographer, I'm in the middle of a podcast. I'll be right back. A podcast intro. Sorry, everybody. Got distracted once again. If you're new here, this happens pretty often. So I'll just set up. The, so I'm going to do an intro here. It's going to, if you uh, could, you could feel like it's dragging on, but that's intentional. It's also organic. It's intentional and organic, you know, just like food. You know, I guess it's like for, I guess I'm more of a forager. Say, describe your podcast method to us. Well, it's a bit like foraging for, I'm a story forager. And I don't say that in jest. I guess that's actually what I do, especially Tuesdays uh, tonight. Uh, what I'll do is I'll, dra- you know, I'll drag out this int- intro. I'm going to be foraging for metaphors here. Might get back to that photography shoot. Not sure if I can, uh, you know, get you know, dig for any truffles or whatever. 
you know, because they think they say, well, geez, foraging was sold three years ago. What do you, uh, and I say, yeah, I missed the foraging boom. I'm sorry that I missed the foraging boom. I miss every boom by about three years. I'm a, like, uh, I'm not, an, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm post-hip, uh, you know, what can I say? They say post-hip, that is so cool. And I say, that's right. Uh, they said, what about, because no, you know why I am, because I'm a story forager. You forge stories? No, 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 not a story forager. I'm a story forager. And they say, okay. But I say, that's pretty good. Forging, for, I'm a for, forage forager. They said, that's some alliteration. You, did you know I was in the middle of an alliter, alliteration photo shoot? And they say, you're kidding me. You were shooting alliteration with photo. You're taking photos of alliteration. That is, uh, that is post tip. And they say, no, I was, I said, actually, I forage for alliteration. Actually, I'm in the middle of, uh, I, I was in, the, you're, you're distracting me from a distraction from a podcast intro. Excuse me, uh, uh, you know, whoever criticized my, uh, missing the foraging boom. Uh, but anyway, if you're new here, I'll, I'll be foraging for stories and metaphors. So we'll do a little story part, or this is this episode's a little bit more about structure, story structure, and songs, or one song in particular. But uh, let's see, where was I? So, so if you're new here, it's the podcast meant to take your mind off stuff. I'm not, a, you know, clearly there's, you know, if if you were expecting something erudite or in, you know, intelligent. Or, uh, like, uh, you know, meditative, you know, I got creaky dulcet tones. What can I, you know, I can't do much about that. I'm pretty sure I have some mu- mushrooms growing within my brain. So, I say, I mean, so that's why I have to forage for stories as opposed to, why don't you just tell stories? Well, in mush- brain mushrooms, that's where my stories come from, though. So, it's a good, and they say, yeah, I bet you I can only imagine what kind of mushrooms are growing in your brain. But so that's it. I mean, I'm I trying to get back to this um, this photo shoot thing because it's just you know. But but so that's what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk here. But you just make yourself comfortable. You don't have to listen to me, but you're under no pressure to listen or fall asleep. You just kick back, and it'll just be like I'm just sitting within the vicinity of your room, chatting you up, and you say, "Well, this is this is this is my one friend that I would be comfortable calling a buffoon." They say, well, let's, 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 let's use the bassoon. Why don't you just call me a bassoon? Uh, you know, cause we're, we're, since we're on the alliteration tip, I, I, I'm doing alt alliteration now. I say, well, what's that? I said, well, ever since I became post hip, I'm, uh, I'm also into the alt scene. I'm using alt alliteration. Well, what's alt alliteration? Well, you'll say one word and then I'll offer. In a litter of word, that doesn't mean the same thing, but we're going to, like, buffoon, we're going to say bassoon from now on. And I can hear part of you that you see, first, your, your gut reaction is that doesn't make any sense. And they say, wait a second. It almost makes sense, but it's of no use. And I'd say, exactly. Uh, I'd say, can we, now this is a challenge. You say, well, it's almost like it's useless. And I'd say, well, it's a, oh boy. Uh, what do you call this? Uh, they got a uh, like a uh, alliteration performance anxiety. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't have it useless. How did I manage to get one the one word that uh, starts with a use? That I can't alliterate. But so let's just get back to that alliterative photo shoot. 
So if you're new here, though, that's what I'm going to do. Let me ask you, have you thought about anything other than, like, your brain will kind of, for a little while, if you're new, your brain might try to challenge and say, let's try to focus on what this guy's talking about. And then another party might get irritated and be like, he's not talking about anything. But once you see, I'm kind of in this middle ground uh, where it's like, uh, I'm talking and it, to me, it has meaning. Believe me, I'm not just sitting here chattering about nothing. I, to me, this all makes perfect sense. That's why this podcast works. Uh, and you say, why again? Well, a, mushrooms on the brain. That's why it works. And you'd say, that doesn't make any sense. I say, yeah, because you have a mushroom-free brain. Congratulations. Uh, you know, you probably just use, you probably, you know, you don't need to use words like uh, uh, alt alliteration. You know, you know, you don't have any use for it. Uh, do, do you know any words that rhyme, like, that are alliterative, like useless, that I could use right now, this second and say, oh, you're not real, you're a figment of my mate. Oh, thanks. I'll get back to the podcast intro then. So to close it out, how would we, if we were going to do a, a photo shoot where we pour alliteration on me, would we use uh, alphabet soup or SpaghettiOs? Do they have SpaghettiOs with letters? But we'd have to pick out, you know, we could use that. Do they still have that cereal, what was it called, alphabets or something? What was that cereal? It was like frosted letters. And they, they'd say, I think they did away with that when they said that was too educational and taste is, you know, make it into pebbles or, you know, kids like eating oblong things for breakfast. You say, you don't, don't, you know, letters is too much. Uh, but yeah, maybe I could just pour, I mean, I don't know if I really want to cover myself in SpaghettiOs or whatever the heck that stuff is or soup. No, no, no. I think I'd say dry cereal. Then SpaghettiOs, then soup. I don't want to cover myself in soup. I could see, well, SpaghettiOs, I mean, there's probably like, that might be good for my skin. At least I could tell myself that. You know, dried cereal. I'm trying to think what other, cooked pasta. There you go. That's what a part of my brain just said. What about just cooked pasta, no sauce? I said, pour that on me. Pour that alliteration on me. And then they said, well, that's not alliteration, that's just letters. And I said, well, it's just a photo shoot. Why are you taking it so seriously? And they said, well, you're the one that made all the demands. And I'd say, well, at least I decided to call it a photo shoot. Remember when I first started out, I called it a model shoot? I don't even know what, the, well, that's when you shoot models. Uh, like, uh, And I say, yeah, airplane models, I used to shoot them off my roof. So there you go, I already, I have done a model shoot before. And I may have had, I wish I had named a plane, you know, the uh, USS alliteration. So anyway, and I guess Barty might be like, I don't even think this guy knows. Honey, honey, are you listening? I don't think this man knows what alliteration is. And I would say the more to pity me with, you know, and to say, whew, whew, uh, that's what you could do. That's what some people tell me when they're like, they say, whew, good thing I'm not Scooter. Oh boy, gosh, gosh, but gosh, yeah, that guy. And they see, and then a lot of people will say, when you do that stuff, are you serious? Or, and I say, oh, yeah. and for just being myself, unfortunately, yeah, give me a mic and I start talking and the truth comes out. But here's the opportunity I can use it to help you fall asleep. So, they, like, what greater use could I put my misuse of alliteration? Is that alliteration? When it, like a use of my misuse, that's that's better than useless. So we may have uh, that's alt alliteration for sure, for totally. 
since I invented that word, I can, you know, define it. They say, I think he's trying to redefine words. And I say, well, you know, word scramble. They got, they got mushroom brain. Haven't I said that seven times tonight? So, but the main thing is I'm glad you're here because I've been sleepless. I've been lying there in the deep, dark night. That's why I send my voice across it uh, to, to help distract you. Maybe to hold your hand if you're comfortable or walk at your side. Or just, you know, sit back as you float across the threshold into the arms of Morpheus. Or whatever sleep god you choose, to, you know, where you say just the pillow, you know, pillow town. So I'm glad you're here. Uh, you know, Spodcast can't, doesn't work for everybody. I hope it helps you, you know, give it a few tries if you're skeptical. But like I said, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. I hate you, only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome, this is Sleep With Me. The podcast that's here to put you to sleep we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place uh, where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake. Whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing, uh, physical stuff, emotional things, outside noises, changes in routine, or just, you know, I, believe it or not, I'm experiencing this right like a vague sense of unease or un, un, unspecified stress. You know, you could say it's called stress or nerves or, or whatever, whatever it is you refer to it as, or something totally different that's keeping you up, like a, just a tap, tap, tapping or a rap, rap, rapping. Or, you know, I was at my brother's place. Speaking of kittens, you say, well, no one spoke of kittens, Scoots. I say, well, I, I did. My brother's got himself, him and his girlfriend Judy have a couple of kittens. And they, lo- they love paper, these two kittens. Uh, they didn't have any wrapping paper, but they had craft paper. And these kittens, they just, I guess they're like, I guess they're, I think I talked about this before. What happens when you go from being a kitten to a cat? Like, what do you, what's a toddler version of a kitten? I would say, it's, you'd say it's just a kitten, but they say that's, you know, these are like the, these are, well, beyond toddler, because these kittens could move. But they like paper. They're paper-loving kittens. And to be honest, it upped my opinion of craft paper or whatever you call it, like butcher paper. I said, oh boy, uh, I like this paper. I like when you kittens play with the paper. You know, just play, I'm allergic to you, so play with it over there. Which is a good thing about cats. And the mo- For the most part, they say, yeah, fine, we don't have any interest in you anyway. We're busy with this paper. It's great. So they would, you know, dive into the paper. There's different wrapped boxes they would climb into and poke out of holes. And, you know, then one of them would try to take a nap in the paper. Then the other one would try to climb. And they'd go, 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 go. oh, look at those two. You know, when you do, like, the kitten stuff. And they'd run around and run back to, you know, do some paper batting, batting at the paper, paper fighting, paper ripping, paper tackling. Paper ball striking. Oh, kittens and paper. Don't get me started. Holy mackerel. What a dream come true. Until I said, I get, until I said, I got to get out. He said, okay, that's enough with the kittens. They need to get back to the podcast. 
but sometimes I don't know what my point was. I think I was, I, I thought I had a point in there. Oh, vague. How do, what does a vague sense of unease have to do with kittens? I don't know. You know what cures a vague sense of unease? Kittens playing with paper for, a you know, for, you know, for a time. But it could be like your brain does that for me, at least I can't say you, but your brain may at bedtime be like those kittens with the paper. And you say, no, 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 it's not time to play with the paper brain. I'm trying to go to bed. And then your brain actually isn't a kitten. So it says, oh, no, no, I was disguised as kitten. Writing a list of all your personality, the things that needed to be improved with your personality here in this paper. I wasn't playing with it. I was actually, I knew you would give me your attention. So, so you know, I just dressed up as a kitten, started writing Oh, that's great. What's this other kitten doing over here? Oh, hey, actually, my name is Vague Unease. I'm, I'm, I'm not a kitten either. I'm just a, you know, I'm a part of your, I'm not sure if I'm a part of your limbic system. That's why I look so, that's why it's better off if you see me dressed as a kitten. Yeah, I was just here pulling on some stuff on you because, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about some stuff you did a long time ago and in the future, so I figured I'd pull on some what are, you, are you pulling on my heartstrings? And then that part of the limbic cat, limbic cat. What's, I don't know what I'm pulling. I just pull on this stuff and then it works. Oh, it works out because I'm about, believe it or not, you two are pretending to play with be, be kittens and pretending to play with paper. But you're really messing up my sleep. I'm trying to go to sleep. I don't really need you pulling on anything. I think that green one is my heartstring that you're pulling on, and I don't like. Can you just not pull on it? Well, I'm dressed as a cat. I'm not. I'm not pulling on it. I'm batting it. Okay, please don't bat my heartstrings. And that one's related to my gut. It, and I think the what do they call this? The so 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 they say there's something with an S like soma, somatic. These are the somatic strings you're pulling. Oh, wait, what are you saying? Have I been reading the SVM5 again? Uh, maybe, but uh, believe it or not, there's nothing in the DS, any of the DSVMs about uh, emotional, whatever you, brain things, disguised as kittens playing with paper, but really trying to, you're still writing a list. I'm trying to talk to you. Too. I got to go to bed. I don't know why you two would climb out of my brain, into my bed, dressed as kittens. Well, the first, oh, you want to ask me a question? Why do I have craft paper boxes in my bed? Oh boy, this is embarrassing. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, if you leave me alone, I'll tell you what I'm doing with the craft paper boxes in my bed. If you promise not to, like, if you stop making your list and you stop pulling on my somatic string, you know, somatic strings. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's embarrassing for sure. So promise, and then I go to sleep. Well, I was going to sleep like a kitten tonight. So I figured instead of a regular bed, I would put my feet in this box, wrap this crap, wrap it up with craft paper. I'm gonna put my arm in this other box over here. So actually, yeah, I'm gonna pretend I'm a kitten too. So I guess that's one way we do like adapt to things. You two, you know, tried to do, do the old kitten, kitten, you know, faux kitten thing to trick me so you could give me some speeches at bedtime. And I, I decided that after playing with the kittens, well, I didn't play with them. I watched them play. Uh, how how does kittens get away with it? Well, did you go play with the cats? Well, no, I watched them play without me. Kind of like, uh, you know, it reminds me of childhood a bit. But uh, 
they didn't want to play with me. They chose, they chose, they're like those reindeers. They chose not to choose. I think cats do parallel play. Sometimes they do cooperative play. More competitive. I don't know if they do any cooperative play. I don't know. The cats within me, they're not cats at all, but, you know, they're uh, 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 wolves in cats' clothing. But anyway, brain part and somatic string puller. I was just going to get in bed here with this craft paper. And, you know, I was going to crinkle it. I was going to try a new form of self-comforting, crinkling craft paper. It's going to disturb my neighbors. You're probably right about that. So maybe I just won't. I I think I'll keep my foot in this box, though. It kind of feels cool. Uh, Though I do have the urge to shake my leg and then the box would shake on it. So maybe I shouldn't have put boxes with craft paper in my bed. You're right about that. Well, there we go. We solved one of my problems. Uh, Good teamwork. You didn't need to yank on those heartstrings or those other ones. And it looks like your list of parts of my personality or whatever that, uh, you know, need improvement. That was on the craft. I'm going to just push all the craft paper off my bed. And fortunately for you two, I'm actually not in bed. This is a podcast intro. So talk about a cat and cat's clothing. Uh, Or not a cat, cat not, you know, just in its fur. Not dressed as a cat. No, dressed as a cat, but not as a cat, dressed cat. You know, because there's people that dress their cats, and there's cats that are just, you know, never mind, forget that one. I got mixed up. Now I'm picturing a cat in galoshes with a, uh, a muffler and a raincoat for some reason in my brain. You guys, you both see that? Yeah. It should be a book, Cat in Galoshes. You know, there's Puss in Boots. What about Cat in Galoshes? Does anybody use galoshes? I don't even, I think galoshes went out of fashion before I was born. But it was still probably on a vocabulary test, and, and it was probably on a spelling test that I got wrong. Galoshes. G-A-L-O-S-H-E-S. Galoshes. My galoshes are full of rainwater because I was, wasn't wearing pants outside. Galoshes. Can you tell me the origin? Uh, yeah, some obscure part of my brain, like uh, left a holdover from... Uh, the years when galoshes was used regularly in uh, a common parlance, galoshes. Sorry, my Myers Briggs crashed with my, you know, script, whatever scripts, you know, scripts, uh, scripts something. I forget what scripts is. Myers Briggs and my scripts, I don't know, but they had a collision within my brain. Anyway, if you're new here, whew, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. Uh, to take your mind off stuff. That was a little unintentional example. And I, I can I can guess, like, you're maybe picturing kittens and craft paper, which ideally is what this podcast does for you. Offers a little bit of a kitten-like distraction, but not with the kitten-like engagement where you say, well, I can't miss what these kittens are going to do next. I can't go, you know, I can't possibly go to bed. You know, I'll just cut to the part four minutes after the kittens go to sleep where you look at them sleeping and then you say, well, okay, it was cute for four minutes. And, but you won't have to think about all the other stuff. Or if you have mechanisms in place like I do with, you know, those things that I can take your mind off. So maybe make you look like dread bedtime a little less or look forward to it. So that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to set up the story here. It's, uh, you know, like 
catch you up on the story. Then I'm going to tell uh, uh, what is it, an episodic uh, or episodic series, Nuns in Space. So we'll have an episode of that. And I'll be here for like an hour. So if you can't sleep, I'll be here the whole time. If it takes you a little while to fall asleep, I'll be here the whole time too. I'll be giving it my all, like those kittens with the paper. But you don't need to listen, you know, intently. You don't need to feel pressure to fall asleep. Uh, it's just like a bedtime story for grown-ups. If you're new here, you're skeptical. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. I hope it helps you out. Give it a few tries. But I guess that's all I can say. I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I really learned to help you fall asleep. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, you up on like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's thinking, uh, like overthinking or underthinking, you know, general thoughts, uh, specific thoughts, uh, feelings physically, something you're physically feeling, or emotionally, tingle, you know, if you have any tingling, uh, or, annoy, you know, wind chimes. Some people, there's a percentage of people that don't like wind chimes. I'm not a I'm wind chime lover. I think that was uh, Lionel Richie's. Uh, that's I think that's a new album that's coming out. Wind Wind Chime Lover. Sorry, I don't mean normally. I don't. I try not to sing too much, but that just uh, okay. Somebody. I wish I had an assistant to write that. Okay, next book. We really got a lot of books coming out, and ne- you know, never, but you know, potential books to procrastinate on. Twenty twenty nine. Wind Chime Lover. Maybe I could write that one sooner. That sounds, I said, because uh, they have all these different uh, imprints of, uh, what are those called, Harlequin romance, but now they have like Blade, Scoots, how do you know this? Well, from work, really, from work, not from personal stuff. Like maybe I could get my own imprint over at Harlequin because they got Blaze. I think they got one that's blue. They got one, I think, with cook, cooking. If not, I could do that too. You know, you know, romance and cooking. But I could do boring. You know, Harlequin bore, Harlequin bedtime, but not that kind of bedtime. The bedtime you sleep through. Okay, well, what's what's the first book? What's uh, Windchime Lover? Actually, I'm in a podcast intro. I'll have to come back to this, but I'll probably forget. So, if you're new here. Uh, it is, I'm trying to create a safe place to take your mind off of the stuff that's keeping you awake. That's what I was saying before this uh, book proposal came into my brain. And all right, English majors, I know you could say Harlequin is not a book. Well, okay, let's hold our judgments aside. I'm holding my judgments about wind chime dislikers aside. I don't have anything against people that dislike wind chimes. I don't even own a wind chime. So let's, you know... Let's leave our judgments at the door. That's a, it's a safe place for you to forget about whatever is keeping you awake. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to use uh, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, meandering superpowers, wings of pointlessness, 
you know, total distraction. Sometimes I'll have, par- you know, partial distraction, total distraction. Uh, but it basically I'm going to be your boyfriend. I'm here to tell you a bedtime story or something vaguely reminiscent of a bedtime story. Uh, just like this was a personal service, but if it was a personal service, it'd be strange. But since I'm just hearing your earbuds or your speaker, you know, it's a, it gives us a little bit of, uh, you know, ba- you know, boundaries. Boundaries are good. And, you know, I, I, I do this show because, I you know, I have trouble sleeping and I have trouble overthinking and overjudging and all those things. And, you know, they talk about the plasticity of the brain. And unfortunately, you know, my brain is over plasticized when they, you know, when they cart, you know, when they crafted it. They put a little bit too much, and you think this is funny, but it's not. They put whatever the main ingredients are in Silly Putty, they put too much in there. Like whoever was in the, you know, the plasticity department, they said, hmm. Look at that fly flying. And they said, oh, no, George, you, you, you too much. You got too much. And they said, okay, anyway, we also messed up on a couple other things on that kit. So just keep it keep it going down the line. Yeah, but what what does that mean? You say, well, you have a plasticity of the brain. Isn't extra plasticity do good? Well, no, no, not with Silly Putty because uh, just like Silly Putty, so my brain has had, you know, too many, many times I've transferred Sunday comics, which used to be a thing. Uh, now it would be, say, comic books or graphic, you know. So some of those are imprinted on my brain. And then they've been rolled up and then lost their formulation. So all the useful stuff's gone, just like these images. And then a lot of times parts of my brain will just roll themselves into balls and just start bouncing around on the inside of my skull. Not, not you know, makes it hard to pay attention. Uh, you see, so, but there are, you know, you just got to make your liabilities your assets, especially at bedtime when, you know, that part of your brain wants to talk about your liabilities. And, you know, the lack of, you know, or they want to go through your ass. You say, well, I just want to go to bed, please. So what I'll do is I come in there. That's This is your boyfriend. I come in. I got to say, excuse me, excuse me, all those brain parts. I'm I'm scoots. I'm, I'm full of liabilities that I, I call them assets, though. I know you brain parts. You just call me total ass, which you're correct. And, okay, excuse me, brain parts. I got to talk to a human for one second. These brain parts love me. Just watch me at work. Just watch for one second. Hey, human brain parts, uh, did you hear about how my brain's like about 62% silly putty, 30-something percent goo, gray goo, or goop? It might be goop. But I've been working on this book proposal. I wanted to run it by you. It said, do you know anything about romance? I don't. I do not. I mean, I guess that's not true. I'm good at fast-forwarding through romance books. to get. You. I say, well, when's the good stuff going to start, you know? Um, but uh, I have a proposal, one for a new genre of romance books. Uh, and also, it, with brain parts, if you want a great... Uh, if you ever work in a like a book-based industry as I have, uh, you can use this line whenever. There's plenty of ways to apply it, but you can say romance is dead or romance isn't dead. But you're not refer, you're referring to romance, the genre. 
I use it at work maybe every four months when I think everybody's forgotten that I told the joke four months ago. And usually, you know, you could think of the joke part. I'll just give you the punchline. You say, well, well, romance truly isn't dead. Or you just use it in the negative. You say, well, and then romance truly, you know, so, so you get that brain part. So you could use, you can take that. You can claim it as your own, especially if you had anything funny. For, for sure, take credits. But yeah, I'm working on this book proposal uh, about you know bedtime bedtime romance without the romance. It's kind of like what my bedtime's like anyway. But uh, I'm thinking about the first title would be called Windchime Lover. Wind did I say lover of wind chimes? I guess I'm a lover of wind chimes, not a wind chime lover. Uh, we just lost a great playwright who wrote a. a, a uh, you know, who wrote, uh, who was Sylvia, the goat, one of my favorite plays, Edward Albee. It was, I said, so, but this will be like, it won't be like that. It won't, it won't be a wind chat. It'll just be someone, I, I actually don't have the book. It, I just have the book proposal, wind chime lover. Or I don't think, uh, Lionel Richie takes submissions, but maybe we could get it. Maybe we could get a joint thing like Harlo, Harlequin. Like we could get, like we could, that comes with a download of the Lionel Richie song, Wind Chime Lover. Oh, that's already a Lionel Richie song with a different name. Oh, yeah, but maybe people forgot about it. See, these, okay, one second, I got to get to these sea humans. See, I, I got them, I got them hooked. And that's how I do it. Like, and I'd say to you, geez, have you thought about what has been keeping you awake? Because I'm here to take your mind off of it. So tonight's episode, what I'm going to do is talk about uh, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad uh, and Breaking Bad. But in the most general vanilla way, way too many details, tons of rambling. Uh, we'll start off with a segment about, like, I watched the Colombian version once. Uh, Take a ton of notes. Watch the American version. It's a shot for shot, shot for shot remake. Take a ton of notes. Then I watch it again. I don't speak Spanish, so then I watch it with Spanish subtitles. I write down some Spanish words. I look them up. So the first segment will be kind of like me kind of wondering, like looking up Spanish words, but making kind of a bedtime story with the words I looked up. Then I'll run through the episode of Metastasis, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. And then finally, I'll run through the Breaking Bad episode. And then we'll cap it off with, uh, what do you call it, like thank yous and good nights. So, so all told, I'll be here an hour. So you're under no pressure to fall asleep. There's no expectation. Uh, you know, you just have to tolerate me. You don't even really have to like me. You say, well, he's my boy. He's a boyfriend. And I say, eh, you know, it's like, eh. Uh, hopefully, I grow on you, which I've been told I do. Or, you know. I mean, in, in person, I more grow on you grow on your nerves. Is that a thing? I think I've been told that. Test, I test nerves for sure. I'm a certified nerve tester, uh, but that's what I'm going to do. I, I mean, I mean, I'm here to help you fall asleep. If I can do it, it's my honor. If you're skeptical and you're new, who wouldn't blame you? I mean, if I mean, if you just listen to that. We've been talking about eight, eleven minutes here. You say, well, okay, this is a. Uh, if this person's due for an exam, and you say, "Well, you're you're very observant," 
But I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Hey, you're only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, sensing, you know, physical sensations, uh, pain, emotion, you know, emotional pain or emotional excitement, travel, whatever it is, whatever's keeping you awake. It can be any of those things or it could be something different. It could be just a list. Uh, lists are one thing that keep me up. And I think I might have used this recently, but listing, like if your ship is listing, like you're like, uh, I think I did do, maybe I did do an opening about this. If you, if you can't even remember, maybe you're lying in bed thinking, what am I going to do my next open, podcast opening about? Only done 478 or whatever. Actually, I transposed my numbers. 448, I think it's about to come out when I record this. Uh, is that right? 400, so most of, but, but if you're listing, like, I think I named, I think if I had a ship, it'd be named, uh, the spirit of molasses. And if your ship is listing, I mean, it's not even good for sleep. Oh yeah, I did do it. Cause I've been on a listing ship and I, I said, man, I, and I tried to sleep on a listing. It was a boat, not a ship, but I think ships probably list. It's probably safer. Like when they're listing, because you say, well, it's a big ship. There's plenty of room to list. I hope that's the right word. Uh, listing. The ship is listing. Listing what, Scoots? No, no, listing, like turning, you know, in the water. It's off balance. I'm sorry. Like, when you have dyslexia and you search for stuff, this happens all the time with these high-tech things. They say, I don't know what you're talking about. Even when I talk to them, I say, I don't have dyslexia. Of the mo-. I guess I do because it's my brain. Yeah, it relates to my hands and my mouth. But the devices, they'll say, what? I don't know what you're talking about. And they'll say, what, what was that guy's name? And they say, which guy do you, are you asking? What, no, no, no. What do you call that vegetable? And then you charge, anyway, we list it. I thought we were talking about listing ships. No, no, no. Actually, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. Oh, boy. If you're new here, welcome. This podcast is a little bit odd. Uh, but and I, I will go off topic. and. Uh, but here's, here's the podcast. It's to take your mind off stuff. I'm going to try to create a safe place for you to set aside whatever's keeping you awake. And it's any of those things, or it's listing, or maybe you have a partner like me. They haven't shared this in a while, uh, who for a while I would jump up in the bed and then roll myself in the blank. Like I would uh, breach like a whale. I, I do breaching. That also cures you of bedmates, believe it or not. But I do a lot of breaching in my sleep. And they, they, they say, is that like RLS? And I say, no, 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 I breach. And it's not my leg. I jump out of bed and I tend to turn, like, I think it was from being raised with six or five other kids and, you know, sharing a bed sometimes. It's like a form of a blanket theft where you get your... You get your full mass behind the blanket if you jump, if you breach with the blanket, blanket breach. Uh, that's also, actually, believe it or not, I hate to pitch something right now, but it, that's also my new YA series, uh, bedtime series. Uh, it's a spy series. It's called Blanket Breach. 
And that's what they said. That's the pilot. I would say, we have a, sir, we have a blanket breach. Get us agent, get us agent PJ ASAP. And they say, okay, sir, agent PJ's on her way. Okay. Well, when's she going to be here? Well, she's already on the blanket breach, sir. Blankets have been breached. Uh, that's as far as I've gotten, but, uh, Oh boy, if you're new here, I think that's what I had. I got to reset yet again. So it's a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to use uh, creaky dulcet tones and, po- you know, pointless meanders. We've already had a few, you know, as the, uh, you know, smooth dulcets would sing. Uh, senselessness, uh, you know, wor- word kebabs. I don't think I've, have I used, have I told you about my word kebabs before? Cause I don't think I have to explain it to you. I think you've heard it in, uh, so what do we call the topic? Uh, kebab topics. That's different than word kebabs. Kebab topics sounds better than topic kebabs. But see, that's why you trust me putting you asleep. I'm, I'm one of the few people that would take the time to say, okay, word kebabs. That sounds good. Word kebab. And you say, topic kebab, look at that. You can hear it as you lie in bed saying, what is this man talking about? I say, exactly, just kick back and relax. With the, you know, just like your, your pillow, you know, say kebab to pillows. It's again, pillow kebab. Yeah, it's close. It's no word kebab, though. But you'd say kebab, to, what does Scooter do with, what are topics does he talk about on that sleep podcast? Well, he kebabs topics. What does that mean? I don't know because I'm 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 in lack of describing what he does. I think that's the only way to describe it is he's kebabbing topics. Is he kebab? So he kebabs topics. So he takes random topics, and he said, "Well, so is it deliciously succulent things?" He's kebab was sticking them on a kebab stick. He said, "No, he just kept repeating a topic kebab kebabbed topics so many times that now I just use that in conversation." Like uh, today when they said, where are those spreadsheets? And I say, well, they're in a word kebab. Well, what do you mean a word kebab? Well, when we upgraded to that cloud thing, Majig, they got kebabbed. Anyway, let me try to refocus. So if you're new here, I'll be kebabbing things. Uh, but don't worry, like soft pillowy kebabs. Pillowy kebabs, you know, like the, the, the like without any, you know, no barbs. There's, there's uh, barbs. Oh, no, I guess no barbs at all, because after Stranger Things, yeah, there's no, I can't use barb. Maybe Barbara Ann, but I guess I can't sing. And, you know, but occasionally in episodes, I will go to a dance. I will take a chance. And they say, that's Barbara. I say, oh, okay, well, I say, you know, Bob's, I talk about kebabs, 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 the kebabs and... Anyway, there'll be confusing things like that, where even I'm confused. They say, I can't listen, I can't listen to that in the edit, because that'll make my brain scramble. Okay, anyway, if you're new here, I'm going to try to take your mind off. So I'm going to do safe place where you can set aside whatever it is that's giving me awake. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night, and try to escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. And you can take your time getting there. You just kick back and listen. Obviously, you don't got to pay good attention to me. You barely got to take it. You, you could pay just, I mean, just like if you're kebabbing things. I mean, you got to pay a little bit of attention so you don't get poked, but you don't got to. I mean, maybe some people are like, you know, no, no, you got to re-kebab those kebabs. 
And you say, what, do I read? So I have to de-kebab the kebabs and then re-kebab them. And they say, yes, you do need to de-kebab those kebabs and then re-kebab them. And I say, could you, you, is there a way to overuse kebab? And I'd say, well, if I did, I would try to de say in the edit, I couldn't de-kebab the kebabs because it was too essential to the content. Uh, but you, you, so, you know, you, you just kick back just like, uh, you say, well, you just throw those on the grill. Like, uh, I, mean, I guess that's, this is met, this metaphor, it needs to be decommissioned, decommissioned metaphors. Uh, like, uh, that's where I pick my mission. Like, uh, they don't publicize this stuff, but there is a, like a government marketplace when they decommission metaphors that have been used in the, you know, federal and state governments. Or confiscated metaphors. I've bought a few of those, you know, they say, then they auction them off. And then they say, well, this lot of metaphors, lot 4,444, is a decommissioned metaphors from the tax code. We're going to start the bidding at $4. And they say, okay, can you, and they say, can you connect with your point of inquiry? You know, what is the top word used in these decommissioned metaphors before I make a bid? And they say, okay, let me check, sir. Uh, lot for, uh, uh, kebab. These are the kebab metaphors. They've been decommissioned. And I say, I bid, you know, I bid, what's the bid for? I bid 450 sir. And they say, okay, sold uh, to, the, to the man in this, you know, macaroni hat or something. I don't know. And they'd say, this is a macaroni fedora, actually. It's a fedora made of macaroni. Uh, yes, I'll take those uh, kebab metaphors. And, uh, do you have any, uh, do you have a lot of pasta, pasta metaphors? Anyway, I'm in the, actually, sorry, but I got to leave this auction. I'm in the podcast opening. Okay, so if you're new here, welcome. It's, it's silly. I meant to kind of make it, take, drain the seriousness out of bedtime. And I ramble, I stumble, I mumble. And, you know, and then I stumble again, but clearly, but I'm glad you're here. This isn't meant to, you know, there's no shoulds here. So if you don't like the podcast, give it a few tries. It doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. But if it doesn't, you know, I, I'm sorry. I appreciate that you took the time to check this out. Uh, but I really hope it does it distract you or take your mind off suffer, put you to sleep or be your companion when you can't sleep because I, I've been there. Uh, struggling to fall asleep, tossing and turning, breaching with the blankets, and then having people, why'd you breach with that blanket? And they say, well, no, no, I breached with, you know, I guess you did, did breach. Why do you talk, Why do you use kebabs so much? I mean, those are the kind of things that go through my head at night. So I've been there. And uh, so if I can help you or make you look forward to bedtime or make you dread it less, it's an unbelievable honor for me. So I really yearn and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. And thank you so much for stopping by.